nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Are you ready? Oh, we are back. It is Monday Madness. It is the Hard Way Wrestling, and you know where you're at. I'm here. Oh, you're here? Ricky's here? Scotty's here? I'm always here. here. We have a special, special guest today. Never been on the never been on the stream before, but is very comfortable with streams because he's done many of his own. Uh, podcast pit, right? That was... Uh, yes, the podcast pit. The I podcast love the pit. Podcast pit. That was my favorite show on Saturday on my way home from work. Yeah, we. I know we uh, kept everybody informed during the pandemic. Pretty good. I, uh, Mike Raddick here, ladies and gentlemen. For those who don't That's know, right. uh, Mike Raddick, owner, operator, uh, ring putter, upper ring putter, wearer, uh, <laughs> uh, voltage wrestling man. How are you, man? I am great. Uh, coming off a uh, coming off a pretty busy weekend. Uh, had WWA on Saturday. Um, handling some voltage wrestling business Friday and Sunday. Of course, Thanksgiving. Um, Drunksgiving the night before. We had we had ourselves a weekend. Uh, did you uh, now? Did I see that you're now the owner of WDWA? Yes, I am. Uh, yeah, we uh, we wanted. I you know. Put LT down, as I said I was going to do. Uh, put LT down. I am now the owner. Um, we'll see for how long. We've got a we've got a five on five Survivor Series style matchup coming up here on December 9th where the entire company is on the line. Ooh! And uh, your boy is hoping to uh, keep it that way. Hey, how, how did you find yourself back in the ring, Mike? After all these years. You, you know, um, <laughs> how did I find myself back in the ring after all these years? Uh, you, you know, after a while, you, if if you, I mean the honest answer, yeah, I never got I like I never got to have a last match. Never got to have like I always wondered what one more match was going to feel like. Unfortunately, you know, for health reasons, it couldn't happen for a number of years. Um, really, concussions. yeah, concussions, and I mean, really, still shouldn't be happening. I'm gonna uh, uh, like, but um, you know, we're playing it safe. We're playing it safe, and there we go. Sorry, ringer was still on. Um, no, but we're playing it safe, and uh, you know, going in here and having just uh, one or two more matches to end off the year, and that will cap off uh, my wrestling career. Hopefully, <laughs> so I I know one of the biggest guys that you've you've ever faced. But can you tell these guys and our people at home or on YouTube or wherever at? And if you right now, if you are on YouTube or Facebook, please make sure you go. I just clicked the wrong button. Make sure you go like and subscribe. We need all the likes and subscribes you can. Well, like this is the reason why I brought Mike on here because Mike is very likable and we're not. So, Mike, <laughs> tell guys, tell according to some, I'm very likable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we we're not getting, we're gonna try not to get into Hellsworth, <laughs> but we're I mean we're gonna. We're going space. Yeah, work on that call. Give us, give us, give us the biggest guy or the best guy you've ever been in the ring with. Some, what, a star or, or a name that we would all know. Um, as far as uh, guys have been in the ring with, um, people that you would know. Um, uh, first one that comes to mind is uh, Doc Gallows. Luke yep. Gallows ah, okay. um, was in the ring with him. Uh, this is Festus. 
Yes, 2011. He was coming off his first run in WWE. I think he had the IWGP tag titles at the time. Um, me and Corey Bush uh, faced off against him in Shane Shadows. In a, lean, a lean Corey Bush. Yes, a very mean and lean Corey Bush in Romney, yeah. West Virginia. Um, didn't go our way, but we got in the ring with, um, you know, bona fide superstar. Um, other guys I've been in the ring with, uh, you know, uh, I still remember very early on in my career uh, doing a battle royal in Redding, Pennsylvania, uh, where I was in the ring with Billy Gunn, Al Snow, King Kong Bundy, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Disco Inferno, Norman Smiley. And now, Redding, was, Redding, that's up there. Is that near Samu's place? It's very close to Samu's place. We were doing um, – this was a ring rental that we were doing. I had, The fun fact about this, I had just gotten off of work at 6 a.m. I worked overnight. And uh, Nicholas Tide, of all people, calls me, and he's just like, hey, I've got a ring rental in Reading, Pennsylvania. Come along if you can help me out. You can sleep in the car. Okay. Uh, we get up there. I find out we're doing it in a minor league baseball stadium, and then the entire locker room walks in, and it's just a locker room full of all names, and then there's me and two or three other people that I came with. We were very nervous. I think I'm. this was 2005, so I think I was in two, three years at that point in time. Right still very green, and I had no idea what I was doing there and was just nervous as shit. But uh, we had a good night. A good night was had by all, and uh, a memory that I will never forget. I'll just say that. Anytime you get to share the ring with legends like uh, Bundy, who is this, I've met him one time, sweetest guy. Funniest guy, too. Funny too, but sweetest guy. Like you, you look at the guy, you're like, oh great, this guy's a monster. And he shakes your hand. He's so soft, such a nice guy. The old school handshake. Um, oh yeah. Anytime you get this, get to spend time with legends like Hillbilly Jim and and Bundy and and whoever else you mentioned there was just that's that's. I mean, those are memories you'll you'll always have. You know, the rest yep. of your life. So. But what is it with Chub with the Jason saying for the Chubbies? I swear, like yeah, yeah. I love yeah. some hard hands and soft, <laughs> soft. That's rolls. why we let you on here, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, Man so. Crush Monday. All right, well, we're gonna get into it here. We're covering Survivor Series and the matches. We're gonna go through them real quick, and then we're gonna get into the 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 biggest return probably in. In WWE history that I can ever remember, uh, uh, R Truth. I mean, that's the. <laughs> yep. Again, wow. I, I just I was super excited when R Truth came onto the screen, uh, and I, I honestly nothing nothing the rest of life topped it. So, uh, I mean, he, maybe he needed he needed the twenty four seven title in his drag get up where he was like <laughs> trying to disguise himself as a black guy being white girl. Yeah. I wanted him. To, I wanted him to come down to the ring with the ladder during the women's <laughs> match so bad, but he didn't. <laughs> My bad. My bad. And I did not get to see any of Survivor Series, so uh, no, I didn't see any of it. Yes, yeah, Saturday night. It was a pretty busy little Saturday. Uh, all yeah. right. Yeah. Well, I, I we're the same way. Every time it seems like every time we have an ATCW show, uh, pay per view. AEW is on. <laughs> I haven't seen an AEW pay per view in live in probably five months. Yeah, if it's going on during a weekend in the last month, I have like with the ring rentals uh, shows and with the wrestling bookings and stuff that I've been taking with WWE and a couple of other places. Like I, I haven't had the time to you know catch up on wrestling. 
Yeah, uh, you're not really missing. Yeah, I mean, it's like a soap opera. You can yeah. you can watch one episode and be caught up completely. So, uh, it does not take very long to uh, to to get up to speed here. But we're gonna we're gonna zip through these real quick. Um, let me just get down here to the right thing. Uh, first match we had it was supposed to be Carlito and Santos Escobar, but something happened with Carlito. We're not sure. Maybe an injury, or maybe they just figured Dragon Lee would be would be a better fit. Uh, to face Santos Escobar. Uh, Ricky, what did you think of this match? It wasn't bad, but it was the bathroom break of the night match. Like, I had okay. very little interest in it. These bathroom two, break these, of the night match. That's these, right. Yeah, usually it's a women's match, but the, these guys are, these guys, I actually thought it was a pretty good match. I mean, Dragon Lee's been on a roll, and uh, Santos Escobar ended it. Uh, Scotty, any thoughts on this match? Flippity doo Huh? Flippity doo dah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, look, it, what it did, I feel like, is that it helped to progress uh, Escobar's heel turn. Uh, you know, like they didn't, I don't think they needed Carlito that night. I think they needed a few good, solid matches for Escobar to have to kind of continue to build the heel turn before he goes against uh, any of the other members of the LWO they, or Mysterio for that matter when Mysterio comes back from his injury. They are uh they are building this as what's gonna eventually be a uh three versus three when Mysterio comes back because yeah. they are bringing uh the Los Lotharios up to join Escobar. Yeah. Oh, that, that's actually a good move. So it'll be those three against Ray Carlito and Dragon Lee when Ray gets cleared from his knee. There you go. Oh, Ray's got another knee injury, huh? Yes, sir. It was a, it was a minor uh, surgery he had. Uh, is that what it is? It's not kayfabe? It's not a... No, nah, no. They said it was like an arthroscopic thing. He's going to miss probably a couple months. So they got a they got a three against two and a half coming. Is that what you're saying? Uh, pretty much. <laughs> gotcha. All right. So uh, Dragon Lee, uh, even though he was on a streak, he loses to Santos Escobar. Uh this is the match I tried to convince my girlfriend the Miz was going to win, uh, just so she'd change it on her fantasy paper. Uh, did not work. <laughs> did not work. Uh, Gunther Gunther chops the absolute dog piss out of the Miz and uh, retains his Intercontinental Champion. Uh, I can't watch it. anything Miz anymore without thick and frog face. Thanks a <laughs> lot, Scotty. He's <laughs> got big balls. Uh, okay, we're done. Even trunks, if you and his knee pads, if you notice that, it actually got big balls on his knee pads. The Miz is one of the better workers <laughs> in the WWE. Uh, Absolutely, I know he, he puts a ton of guys over now, and who knows if he'll ever have a real title run again? Or maybe you know he's 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 now taking the place of Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Pretty much, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you with the Miz. I like that. I I like the Miz. But there's, it, I, I don't know what it is. There's just something missing. I don't it, like, and I've tried to put my hand, I've tried to put my finger on it for years. There's something missing <laughs> from the overall package. I think that's why you're not going to see a title run out of them ever again, at least a meaningful one. Um, I'm like, he's just not like it, you, when you picture a WWE champion, you just picture somebody that's that shows a little bit more grit than the Miz does. Yeah. Yeah. That's just me, but. He spent a lot. He's really it. It's like um, Liam Neeson or 
or guys like that that get typecast, right? Yeah. He is a chicken shit heel. He'll always be a chicken shit heel, no matter if he's not, right? He's just even though he really in this run here, he was sort of a tweener type of uh type of guy. Uh you just it's very hard to have to look at him seriously. So he's uh, uh correct me if I'm wrong, both of his uh world title runs were money in the bank cash ins, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's not like he's ever been in a one-on-one match and won it outright. It's always been cash in on whoever the hell was beat up by Bobby Lashley and get the easy pin. Now, I, was seeing, I was seeing in the chat here, too. Um, sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, 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 you're on the chat. Yeah, get out. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Broussard is in here in the chat saying that Miz is missing a genuine mean streak. And yeah. I couldn't be any more in agreement with that. I mean, that that's right on the money. Um, there's just a mean streak that is missing from the Miz um, that you see from guys that have held the WWE championship in the past. You know, guys like Triple H, guys, uh, you know, Mick Foley, guys. Like, it, there's there's always that match that gets that mean streak out of you. So, like, in the future, you kind of show that. Uh, like, I know Triple H got that with Mick Foley. Uh, Randy Orton got that with Mick Foley. I think there just isn't a Mick Foley of this generation to give that to the Miz. Does he have it in him though? I mean, when you look at the Miz, can you see someone who is who's diabolical and is going to do anything to win? That was I mean, his Hollywood persona. No, I mean you could probably like I've seen him. I've seen him show the streak in movies, just not in a wrestling <laughs> ring. The Marine, the Marine Seventeen. That's where yeah. you saw him do his. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, if I had to compare him to a wrestler. Um, like a wrestler of yesteryear, I'd probably compare him to Jeff Jarrett. And I don't mean that as an insult, but it's just a guy like you can see him like on the upper mid card, but you're not going to buy him as a believable main eventer in the top company in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, if we could get a heel type of run out of the Miz, like Jeff Jarrett is now, or it was during uh, Flair's last match, uh, that type of heel, man, I, I'd, I'd be in for it, but I just don't think we'll ever see that type of, uh, of run out of the Miz, honestly. No, so. no, not at all. And really, really quick, just uh, to pick your brain, good sir. Um, you said there's nobody like McFoley out there for this generation. N- not that's going to get the, not that has the know how of getting the mean streak. Like Steve, uh, Steve again in the chat, he mentioned that, uh, you know, they tried to do that with him and Daniel Bryan, where they had Daniel Bryan try to get the mean streak out of him. And, like that's a good choice if you're trying to get some kind of grit out of somebody because Daniel Bryan's always been known to be physically intense in the ring, but it's not on the level of Mick Foley. You don't got somebody you know throwing you through glass or you know taking you to a level or the limits that you've you, never been to before. Do you think they like before Edge went out originally with his neck? Do you think Edge could have been the one to get? Miz over like that because Edge was the last. I believe he was the last one to be in the ring with Foley that WrestleMania match. Yeah, uh, and you know Edge was the rated R superstar. He had a mean streak. Um, do you think they could have used Edge to get Miz to get that mean streak out of him before Edge's original run went down? I think you could have used Edge. I think if used in the proper way in the WWE, Dean Ambrose could have been that guy. Um, however, I'm, you know, the, those cards weren't laid down on the table. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah it's, just, it's unfortunate. It, it's a fantasy booking, but it's still being like, 
if they had done Edge and Miz, I think that mean streak would have come out. But you know, who knows? I agree. So, but um, no. Well, anyway, the Miz, uh, uh, so close, but yet so far. All right. Uh, the next match, uh, the women's heavyweight champion Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Starks. Uh, it is tough. It is tough to root against Rhea, whether she's a heel or she's not a heel. She's the most over woman that I can remember in the history, right? I mean, more than Lita, more than more than Trish ever was. I mean, there's something about Rhea that just it just grabs you and yeah, as unbelievable much, presence in the ring. As yeah. much as yeah. she is a heel, the fans still cheered her the whole time. Every time Zoe got any offense, they booed Zoe. I mean, this <laughs> this is tough. This is tough. So, I, Mike, if you got a you got a talent like Rhea Ripley who is super over uh, heel or face, what do you do with her? Um, honestly, <laughs> he says just with, you can, yeah, hey, we're wide open here, Mike. If you can do whatever, well, from a physicality standpoint. And a size standpoint, there's nobody that matches up to her. I can't see anybody. I can't picture anybody believably beating her right now. Yeah. I honestly, uh, with what they have, because I know Jade Cargill just joined the fold, I would basically keep doing what they're doing with her until you can get to that eventual matchup with Jade Cargill. Um, you're probably not going to see that for a bit because I'd, like, I, I've got a feeling they're probably still working on Jade's in ring stuff. They absolutely um, are yeah. polishing her up. Yeah, I think probably a move this Warshin, soon. I, I feel like they got. I feel like they got Jade out back with one of those pressure washers trying to get all the AEW off of it. <laughs> well, <laughs> here's the thing. I think she made a bad move by jumping to WWE this soon because she had a company that was shining her up, and they were doing a very, very good job of protecting her while she was still going down there to the Nightmare Factory, training, you know, keeping up with that. Like, I think she should have stayed there for a couple more years, maybe signed re-upped on a three-year deal and then jumped. Now, who knows if WWE is going to be interested in three years. A lot can happen in three years. However, um, you know, she made the decision to jump. So now, you know, they've got to do what they can do to protect and, you know, basically get the most out of their investment at this point. Yeah, well, this um, was Endeavor's real first – yeah, blast. So you know they threw the bag at her. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I mean, it's not like she. Here's the thing: it's not like she needs money. Uh, a lot of people don't know she's married to Brandon Phillips, uh, former second baseman for the Cincinnati Reds. Um, you know, Damn. like they're, yeah, they're they're not worried about money. Um, right now, I'd be worried about just continuing to learn the craft. I mean, the performance. Wait a center, minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Who's married to who? Jade Cargill is married to oh, Brandon Dave. Phillips. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm staring at a picture of Rhea right now, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh no, we're, we're oh, buddy. no, I'm oh, talking, no, buddy." No, no Jade Cargill, buddy, Mary. me, Dom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, they're they're not worried about money. Like right now, they've got her down. They probably got her down at the performance center. Um, you know, kind of getting her up the speed. And I mean, as a women's wrestler, that's the place you want to be. Uh, that's the, like I used to say it on my podcast all the time. That is the Harvard of women's wrestling. Um, they will take the most nominal athlete and shine them up and make them look like a million bucks. So, yep, 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 yep. yeah, I mean, she's going to be better for it, but it, 
it's probably just going to be a long time before you get to that eventual Jade Rhea Ripley match. Yeah, honestly, uh, I, don't, I don't think AEW had anything for her. Uh, I mean, there was plenty of people that she still could have faced, Britt Baker, etc. Uh, but I just didn't. I don't. I don't see the competition is so much better than WWE, and I think that's what she wants. She's an athlete. She's she's a competitor, and that's where she wants to be. So I, I, I honestly get the money while you can get the money because we don't know how long we're going to be around. Exactly. So. Yeah. By the uh, way, even the chat says the reason Rhea is over it's her butt. <laughs> the what? I didn't even notice. I swear yeah. I didn't even notice. <laughs> Uh, didn't notice. Uh, huh? <laughs> Steve is one of the co-owners of the Independent Rewind. Uh, Great show. I was just—I just got to do a bunch of episodes on there last Friday. I'm still tired. They wore me out. Uh, I don't know if you've been on there yet, Mike, but they're—I uh, they're, they're have not. But I know Steve. I've known Stephen uh, Rob for a number of years, and uh, like, yeah, I—I had a conversation uh, with uh, Rob a couple of weeks back uh, about how. Good, their podcast or their YouTube series, I should say, is um, definitely uh, a fun one to watch. Especially uh, when you get into, they used to air some of the really, really bad matches and commentate over them. I used, I love those. So, uh, oh, don't get me wrong, there's still some really bad matches, but I I have, uh, I have now found a love for Indian wrestling. So, uh, you can thank my my uh, my browser history is a complete mess right now. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of reasons i mean honestly but i mean uh for indian wrestling for sure uh you you guys ever catch when you guys catch that episode i will i will send that link out when it shows it was fun uh and they had to edit they had to keep me it's very difficult to keep me under control i'm actually doing all right right now but uh they <laughs> there was they're like every time every time i said something i kept hearing them say uh somebody yell cancel in the background so i don't know <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> so, but they're, they're fun they're fun guys okay so uh rhea ripley retains here uh no big shocker there they've, not at all they've got to know the the secret words prince nana Man. <laughs> oh god! Like I'm do- like on the 29th. Oh, I'm yeah. on the 29th. All right, all right. We got the women's Survivor Series War Games match. Uh, we had uh, uh, who are they? Damage uh, control. Damage control versus uh, Brian Hardy's favorite chick, uh, uh, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and a Q-tip. So. <laughs> yeah, what is her name? Shotzi. 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 Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I did see. I, I saw the uh, pictures of her recent like uh, haircut. Or yes. Yeah. Definitely. Hair and everything. Uh, like. Um, yeah, she looks like uh, if you tied a chain to her feet, she'd look like one of those ball and mace. <laughs> I saw somebody. I saw well. somebody on the internet compare her to. Uh, remember on Toy Story that, that toy that Sid made like. It had yeah, like the baby's head with the yeah, yeah. So there's there's one from Hey Arnold too. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> there's a few of them out there. Yeah, Shotzi's the internet is undefeated. Home. She every yeah. time Shotzi, Shotzi's not doing herself any favors with her her barber. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, so the women's Survivor Series match, not a bad match at all. Uh, they there was a lot of great spots in here, and uh, there was uh, one in particular, and I'm sure you guys saw it. Uh, uh, where uh, EO Sky, uh, it was EO, right? Yeah. Eo, she put a trash can on 
<laughs> and drove onto the girls uh, from the top of the cage. I, I don't know if she'll ever not be able to do this move every time she's in war games or any time ever. Uh, yeah. The pretty cool spot here. Uh, I told Ricky, I said, this would be a great time for them to all step out of the way like Samoa Joe does. <laughs> yeah, to <laughs> Samoa Joe. <laughs> Rashing to the ground. <laughs> uh, yeah, Eventually, uh, somebody's going to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, it was it was a pretty it was a pretty cool spot. Uh, these girls, and then she took the the moon salt from uh, Charlotte from the top of the cage and took a knee to the dome. Knee to the head. Oh, my gosh, I wild. saw that. Like, yeah. I had to rewatch that a couple of times, and I'm like, I was trying to figure. I was like, okay, I know Charlotte's knee landed on somebody, and I'm rewatching. Oh my god, she get literally right on the top of uh, Eo's head, like, yeah, drove her into the ground like a spike. Yeah, I'm surprised she didn't get a concussion from that. If she, if she did, she didn't sell it. Like you know, well, her her body collapsing out from underneath of itself is not selling it. I don't know. <laughs> he was back up a little bit later, and I was like, yeah, later, <laughs> later. <laughs> so if her knee would have hit Shotzi's hair, that'd have been it. She'd have blew that knee right out. <laughs> so, uh, damage control. Unfortunately, loses this match. Uh, Bailey took the bullet. Ba they're setting Bailey up for a heel to, or for a face turn. It's coming. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely coming, and we're ready for that. We're ready for the hugger to come back. You think she goes back to hugging people and nah, big nah. guys? The hell with that gimmick. No, nah, I don't. I don't think you see the hugger ever again. No. Nah. <clears throat> I think uh, she should change her finishing move to the the uh, the old uh, be buying be buying uh, the beast thing. <laughs> the beast thing, huh? That big fat butt of hers. Yeah, pay cash for that. Anyway, uh, damage control control loses to uh, Shotzi, Shotzi Charlotte, the man, and Bianca Belair. And now we are going to get into what we've all came to talk about, and what is that? Our truth, yeah, our truth. Well, our truth. That is exactly right. We heard about our truth. There was a he had a can he had a quick cameo. He just showed up. I guess it was the middle. What was a rough? I don't even know. He finally he came back up. from Sioux Falls City. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he's on the I ninety five seven eleven. You're a continental. I love me some no. our truth. It's good to see him back. Yeah, our truth, uh, our truth is timeless. The man don't age. The man does not, not age. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with Tazawa now that our truth is back. Uh, who knows? So, yeah, and then anyway. the twenty four seven titles long gone. Long gone, long gone. I think it it left with just throw uh, them in with the Alpha Academy. I'm good oh, with that. Well, that could be interesting. I'm good with that. Uh, give him a suit and put him with Bobby Lashley. No, but, uh, oh, seriously, man. I did. I did see some news about this main event. I mean, everybody's seen the news about like what happened during the main event of this show. Yeah. Um, Randy Orton coming back. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, now, did Randy not look great? Oh, Randy. Uh, Randy, Randy looked like he was. Uh, he was spending some time in the gym, saying his prayers, eating his vitamins, and believing in himself. If you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. you, you think he's on? You think he's on the? You think he's on the juice? Uh, well, I'm not going to speculate on that. 
Hey, he was pretty lean, though. He's pretty uh, lean. Yeah, he was pretty lean. Um, he looked great. Um, you know, fans were obviously happy to see him. Um, you know, after a year and a half, what has it been a year and a half absence at this point? Yeah, he's been going for a while. Yeah, he's been going for a long time. Uh, I don't think people even thought he was coming back at the, you know, you know, once you're gone for a year, it's kind of hard to come back and, uh, you know, get that reaction, uh, like he used to. But, uh, lo and behold, Mr. Orton. Well, we yeah. thought it was going to work a little differently. They were saying, oh, we're not going to do the draping DDT anymore. Eh, wrong answer. He did two or three of them. Uh, yeah. they said, well, no more, no more. We're going to, we're going to change the way we do things. The RKO is going to be different. Eh, wrong answer. We did I thought for sure that, like, after what he, what he had said about how the RKO all those times all out of all those years basically punished his back. I thought he was going to come up with a new finisher or just use the punt kick. He might. I mean, he still might come up with a finisher. I, I don't know about the punt kick though. I think it's punt kick's a heel close. thing. Yeah, yeah, I think it's too close to Seth Rollins' heel, uh, curb stomp. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, we had we had Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, a uh, returning Randy Orton. Uh, Jimmy Uso is it Jay, Jay Uso? Jay Uso and Jesus Zane uh, versus <laughs> uh, Dominic. Uh, a very upset Drew McIntyre, JD McDonough, Finn Bella, and Mister Senor Money in the Bank. Uh, this was actually a really good match. Uh, I did see a spot, and we missed it when we were when we were when we were talking. Scotty brought it up. Uh, that was the longest. Uh, that was the longest that Dominic has ever been behind bars. Yeah, I heard that. Michael Cole's comment. <laughs> Michael Cole with the disrespect. Yeah, it was Michael. Yeah, Cole. It, was my, it was Michael Cole's comment. That's where I got it from. But yeah, yeah. totally missed that comment. That's a great comment. That I thought it. you heard that. No, I didn't. I did not. You were hear laughing it. at something during that point. I don't know what it was, but I heard it, so I figured you were just laughing at the same thing I was. Oh yeah. Uh, nope, nope, missed that comment. Um, so we're, we're just gonna jump right into it here. Uh, the Judgment Day loses this match. Uh, Drew McIntyre joining this group to become a winner <laughs> it didn't really work out for him. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think Drew was very happy at the end of um, at the end of the night. Uh, supposedly he went running. Uh, he didn't run. He left early. Uh, just grabbed his shit and got out. Uh, I guess Mike, a lot of guys do that when they don't want to have to tear down the ring. I think, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, but we did get a returning. Oh, that's Randy Orton. Uh, we did get a we did get a returning CM Punk. Now, we were all, we were all sitting there. Uh, I listened to uh, Fightful Select today. Uh, Triple H took over the last uh, 15, 30 minutes, 15 minutes of the show uh, in Gorilla. He called for the copyright logo, and the copyright logo was on the screen. And I mean, Punk's music hits. And I I know what I jumped at, out of my seat. Jumped, yep. Absolutely jumped out of my seat. Scotty did a fucking backflip. <laughs> His chair yeah, broke and it, he fell over backwards and rolled <laughs> like a very flat tire. Wow. You I see that comment that. in the chat? No, I did not. <laughs> From Owen Hardy, Punk coming back made me want to run my other foot over. 
Wow. Uh, Owen, uh, Owen ran his foot over with, with, with the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And don't sugarcoat it there, Owen. Tell us how you really feel. Um, <laughs> why are you holding it in, buddy? No, uh, CM Punk coming back. Um, I, like, I, I've got mixed feelings on it. Um, I'll just start off by saying I thought he was completely justified the way he left before um, in 2014. Anybody that listened to the Cole Cabana podcast, if you didn't feel like he was justified, I don't know what you were listening to. Um, that being said, the last two years has made me really not care too much about it, whether CM Punk is back or not. He's here. He's not. I, I, like, I, I don't I, – I've always enjoyed his work. I don't really – I don't know. I just don't care anymore. I think it's just caused too many problems over the it's last few answer. years. Yeah, look, I'm not going to – I don't want to sit here and say he's a locker room cancer because I know on the other side of the coin, you know, with AEW, I know those guys, the the guys that he was having issues with, uh, clearly, you know, they, they've got a reputation for playing back backstage politics. That's well known. Um, however, going into business on uh, – to, to start this off, I mean, this the stuff started at the all-out press conference last year. Going into business for yourself – on that podcast, like uncalled for. Why Tony Khan sat there and let him do it, I don't know. Um, I think it's rather TK ra- has no balls. I think it's rather cowardly that he did. Um, regardless of whether they're right or wrong, you know, publicly you should always take up for your, you know, your senior management. Um, correct them behind the curtain, take up for them out front because if you, if you don't have that, like. You know, that, that's a level of trust that's broken right there. And if you can't trust somebody, you can't be in business with them. Well, that's the problem with AEW. There's no there's no unity, right? It doesn't yeah. feel like that they're a locker room that's together. It, I'm it gonna, like it's a locker room full of clicks. I'm, I'm going to say this. I have seen this, and I, I, I'm going to preface this by saying I love watching AEW. I actually like it watching AEW, and I, I've said this since their inception. I like watching AEW more than I like watching WWE. WWE isn't a bad product anymore. Um, it's changed a lot since Vince has been gone, uh, for the better, I say. Um, the Bloodline story has been fun to follow, but I particularly enjoy watching AEW. Having said that, since Cody Rhodes left, I want to say I've noticed it since January of 22, the Washington, D.C. shows. If you remember, they had that. They, they had we that were eight- there. Yeah, we had a they had that AEW Dynamite in like Southeast DC in that smaller like uh, arena where like the Mystics and the the Go Go play. Um, terrible parking. <laughs> terrible. Oh, terrible parking. They were they weren't equipped for an event like that. Um, having said that, ever since that like the the Cody calls it the exit interview now. Ever since that interview, it seems like every week you start to see little cracks in the armor of AEW. And it seems like since he's left that there's been a lot of instability over there. Yeah. I it's, Honestly, I mean, it could have been a pride thing with Tony Khan. I think if AEW goes down the tubes, which I don't think it will, I think there's too much money behind it. But if, like, in order the right to ships, you're going to need to get somebody over there that can provide stability like Cody Rhodes did. Um, and until that happens, like they're going to continue to have have problems. It's well, 
is wasn't that, wasn't that one of the main reasons why they brought Edge in? Edge is supposed to be brought Daniel Bryan, uh, you know, guys yeah. like John Moxley. I mean, those guys were supposed to kind of put everything where it should be and, and, and kind of structure everything, but hasn't yeah. worked. Hasn't well, I mean, the jury's still out on Daniel Bryan because I know he's just recently gotten a little bit more power. Um, that's what I've heard, uh, at, at least. I could be wrong. Um, right. But I've heard he, he's kind of uh, – his influence there is growing. Um, so the jury remains to be seen on that. But I do think they're going to need to get something to change the channel in the way that CM Punk changed the channel. Who knows? Maybe this devil storyline. Well, the, it's not CM Punk. Well, it's not CM Punk, but who's – I mean, now we're still wondering who the reveal is going to be. Maybe this devil storyline turns out to be something huge. Yeah, we I think know. we're going to be disappointed when this thing's all said and done. I, um, nah. I, I, It'll I be like the second casino ladder match where it was like Leo Rush came out, and I was like, what? Yeah, I remember the, the biggest disappointment for me was when they debuted Christian Cage because they were making out this, like, this major announcement that's going to change everything forever. And I knew it was going to be Christian Cage, but just the way they were hyping, I was like, you know, if it's anybody but, like, I think it was like Brock Lesnar or, um, you know, like John Cena or The Rock or something like that, it's going to be a letdown. Brock Lesnar would do in that locker room. There would be no one left. No. Kill them all. No, I don't think anybody would be getting out of line either. <laughs> like his, uh, uh, no, no. Yeah, you're going to get Moxley. Maybe. Moxley. He would have. Turn Jungle Boy into some fucking origami. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that they're waiting for some non-compete clauses to end for them to unre- un 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 or reveal this uh, this this devil. Um, that's why we didn't get it the last pay per view. Um, or maybe it is they're waiting on on um, uh, Adam Cole to get healthy so they can make so that he could be the devil. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, they need something. They absolutely need something. Uh, as much as I'm not a big punk fan, I don't like the way he 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 comes in and out, and uh, the way he just the way he operates. Uh, boy, it is a loss. It is a huge loss. It is a ratings loss. It is a money loss. Um, I don't know. Their ratings are in the fucking tank, bro. Uh, yeah. I won't say they're exactly. in the tank. Okay. They are really, Mike, they are in the tank, man. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're not good. They yeah. are around 200,000. 200, are they doing that on Wednesday night, or is that just a Saturday night? It's shows? a Saturday night. This is okay. Saturday. Yeah, the, here's the thing. Like, I said, they're going to get seven, right? Aren't they getting seven or eight? Well, if they stay around seven or eight on Wednesdays, they'll be <laughs> fine. The Saturday night show, I always said, was only going to do about two or 300,000 people. Like yeah. Saturday night, nobody's gonna be watching. I don't want to watch wrestling on a Saturday night. Terrible. He, I, don't, I still, I, I said this like when I was fourteen. When I was fourteen years old, that was like around nineteen ninety nine when ECW was on Friday nights. I loved ECW, but I would not be sticking around on a Friday night to watch ECW because I was going out with my friends and you know doing stuff here and there. Right. The Friday and Saturday nights are a time when people are out and about. Like, if you're going to watch it anywhere, you're probably going to watch it at a bar or something, which most of the time the bar is not going to have it on. They're going to have, you know, football or basketball or baseball. Uh, you know, it's a tough time of year for – it's a tough time for year for pro wrestling. 
you know what they what they 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 always give us the ratings, but they never give us the DVR ratings, and that's what I want to know because I don't watch anything live. I no. DVR everything, and I watch it all the next day during the day, or on my way to work in the morning, or whatever. So I'd like to know the. While he's DVR. driving in his truck. Well, yeah, absolutely. While I'm driving in my truck. Man, that's uh, safe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Not, I mean, no. not my work truck. Never mind. Yeah. Um. But I, I'm curious on what their DVR numbers are, and that's I think that's a big tell. Yeah. Uh, because people, if you know that you don't have to sit and watch something live, you're not going to. Well, you don't have to sit and watch Monday Night Raw live either, but people still do it. Yeah. But I also think Monday's an easy night. Of, like, there's a reason Monday Night Raw is on on Monday nights. It's an easy night of the week to sit down and watch wrestling. You're not going out on a Monday night. Bars are typically closing early on a Monday night. Um, there's not a lot of entertainment outside of your home on a Monday night. It's just an easy night to sit down, watch wrestling. It's yeah. been like that for years, even before Raw. Like Memphis Wrestling would run wrestling every Monday night. Like there's a reason for that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, again, I I'd like to know the DVR numbers. I worry about AEW and being able to get another TV deal. I don't know that they're going to come back to. I know they're locked in for the next few years with with uh, Turner, but after Turner, where do they go? I mean, well, I mean, who knows? Turner might resign them. I mean, I don't, I don't see WWE going there. Um, you know, the the networks that they have are kind of a downgrade from what they already have. Um, I mean, let's uh, let's be honest. USA Network, it's a pretty foregone conclusion. They're in every single household yep. in the country like and every cable package if uh, even the most basic ones has usa network so yeah, and they have, they have smackdown now so smackdown is gonna i guess move to monday nights smackdown's moving to monday nights and, and didn't didn't usa pick up smackdown and drop yeah, all? But, yeah but smackdown i mean i would assume it was going to be on like a thursday or friday is it going to be on a friday yeah uh, i mean I, I would assume as far as I know, I don't think Raw has been picked up yet. So, wow, what a big selling point! If you, hey, CM Punk's on Raw. If you want ratings, yeah, I want to pick this up. So, makes sense why they signed him too, because I mean, you're you're in the middle of uh, really, really big time to uh, sell television rights. So, absolutely, uh, yeah, yeah, good Crazy. to have. Crazy. So, CM Punk is back again for the third time. With a second company, uh, so I put it. I put a question out there in the chat: uh, Who should be CM Punk's first opponent? Uh, and the obvious choice is Seth because Seth was absolutely losing his freaking mind uh, the <laughs> other day. Hundred uh, percent an angle. Pretty sure of that. Oh yeah. Um, Better hope it is, or they'll be. Making bringing Saturday night main event back, and that'll be the CM Punk show. I just don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> see they're not getting rid of Seth, they'll get rid of Punk before they get rid of Seth. Uh, Seth is a mainstay there. Uh, so give me, and I'll, I'll go through our questions here because we had a couple people uh answer the question. So, uh, Scotty, who should CM Punk's first? It's a it's a tough one to answer because he's got a lot of um like he's got a lot of choices. There's a lot of there's a lot of choices that they could bring into this, but 
if I had to choose one, like, and it's going to kind of have to be a either an abbreviated storyline or, you know, they kind of uh, start it, move to something else with this guy, and then move back to the punk storyline. But I think Cody. Because they've got the AEW history. They, you know, like, I think there's, you know, uh, they've got WWE history. I think there's something they could do Punk versus Cody in a situation like this. And yes, I know, coming up on WrestleMania season, coming up on the fact that hopefully Punk will be in the, or uh, not Punk, but uh, Cody will be in the main event for the uh, Universal title. So they'd either have to do an abbreviated storyline or you know, stop it in the middle and start back up after WrestleMania, which could still work, but I, I think Cody should be his first opponent in my view. All, right. All right. Rick? What's that herpy medication that you use to cover it up or try and get it to cover up? Maybe he needs to get into a feud with that. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of CM Punk. Uh, I, I get it. <laughs> I'm I'm not a fan of this guy. Like I'm I'm done with him. Uh, I I get it, and I knew I knew Trip Trips was going to say it in the press conference. Oh, we got to do its best for business, and of course he said it. And uh, Punk's old; he's injury prone. So how long will he actually last before he's out with an injury? Surprised he didn't tear his pec hugging his Chicago uh, people <laughs> during his entrance. Um, yeah, he's he's he. I, he's going to be injured. I don't want to see oh, he's him an older going. Guy. I mean, he's an older guy. I mean, just. I don't want to see him going into a world title feud right away, or even any time in the next six months. Like well, you, I can. You've built up Damian Priest. You've got Cody going to finish his story. You got Randy coming back. Those guys are already established WWE guys. Those should be your top priority for first push. Let fucking punk go after Gunther. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, I I think his first uh, his first opponent's gonna be Seth Rollins. But I mean, there's there is a lot of, and I'm gonna get to your uh, Rick. I'm gonna get to the, the your uh, point here in a minute. Um, but there's a lot of people you could put in the ring with Punk where you can make some magic. I mean, Seth Rollins will be one. AJ Styles. You know, I don't think that's going to happen, but it would be a good one. I can tell you. Miles was another one that said he does not like Punk or wanted yeah, to doesn't want to even work with him. Yeah. Um, I can understand why um, from the TNA days. Um, he was quite the problem in TNA. A lot of people forget that. A lot of people forget why he was fired from TNA. Um, but um, you got AJ Styles. Uh, here's another little Dark Horse storyline that you could probably put him in the ring with. Um, since the man is cleared, um, it was mentioned. I want to say last year, Corey Graves. Oh, you, you could get us there. There's a lot of personal, a lot of personal issues you could bring up there that could make a nice, uh, a nice story. Um, but uh, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, uh, Roman Reigns would be another one I could see him. You know, feuding with if well, first feud he's got to win, right? Yeah. You're not going to bring him in to get the world title. I can't imagine that. Uh, Drew would absolutely be gone from the company in January if they decided they're going to do that. So, well, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I think that's exactly what they're going to do. Um, I, I, I think that is 100% what they're going to do. They're going to try to go for the immediate impact. Um, no, I am not a fan of it. 
I understand from a business standpoint why they would do that. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk is back in the WWE. Um, we will see how long this lasts. I honestly think uh, he is going to be injured before they really get to uh, explore any meat on the bone, so to speak. That's just me. I could be wrong. Um, but I'd, I'd love a I'd love a, uh, a CM Punk Nick Aldis feud. Oh, that would be that would be incredible. Nick Aldis wrestling in general in the WWE would be an incredible thing. I honestly, I, I see him fitting more in the NXT than the main roster right now. Uh, there's a couple of reasons why, um, but I, I just want to see him wrestling somewhere else other than the NWA. Yeah, he's great. He's, hey, he's a hell of a talent. Let's go to the chat real quick. Uh, Libby says she'd love to see Drew McIntyre. Uh, Courtney Taylor, e, uh, either Drew McIntyre, Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, or any of the members of Judgment Day. So he pretty much named everybody that was on uh, the War Star Games Wars. match. <laughs> uh, here's a good one. Uh, AJ, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, well, Shinsuke, Shinsuke did call him out. He's been he he, he, was, he, he's, he did the GTS in one uh, in one match, I believe, and. So, he said go to sleep yeah. in Japanese or something like that, I think. Jinsuke yeah. would be another I don't know. Yeah. That, that's a match that would that's a match that would interest me big time. Uh anything Nakamura I'm gonna like. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say anything not involving the world titles. Yeah. Like, I don't quite think frankly, he, he doesn't deserve to be in the world title picture. It's not what well, it's not even about being deserving or not deserving. It's just there's no point in putting them in the world. Like I, I think you can make as much money off of CM Punk in a non-title situation as you could with a title. There's no added benefit. Um, there, there's money to be made on pay-per-view. Um, I would focus on the matchups and continue doing what you were already doing and not alter your world title plans at all. But that's just me. He doesn't need a belt. He's one of those guys. We've talked about it when he was with, with AEW. There's certain guys that that you do not ever have to put a strap on. Yeah. He doesn't need to. He's elevated. The guy's top of the world. Yeah, he's, he's, he's at a Roddy Piper type level. Like, I don't Absolutely. think you're going to need to put a world title on the man. How many titles all. did Piper hold? One world titles. I mean, the only, I can only remember holding the IC belt. I don't think I've ever seen him hold another championship other than like an intercontinental or a tag title. He held more coconuts to Jimmy Superfly Snuggers head than he did. Uh, <laughs> world yeah. Uh, AJ says, save WrestleMania, uh, save that for WrestleMania, uh, unless they do Punk versus Stone Cold. That would be, a, I, I would tune in to see that as much as I don't like Punk. Like I, I would I I definitely would tune in to see that. That would be interesting. It would be intriguing. I, to get Stone Cold hey, wait, wait. If we get to see Punk and Stone Cold at Mania, I am definitely down for that. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna be at well, Mike, you'll be at Mania. You go to Mania. Yeah, I, I will yeah, I'll be at Mania. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have yeah. to hook up while we're done. Are you running a show? Voltage Wrestling, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm not running a show on Mania. There there are talks, there are negotiations, voltage wrestling may or may not have a presence at WrestleMania weekend. Can you run that that. show on a Friday? Can I run that show on a Friday? (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. I'll be getting into town on Friday, Mike. I'll just say it. I'm just saying it on Friday. Well, we'll see what we can do. Um, If anything, I have an extra pair of hands to put the ropes up. 
Yeah, I, I'd like I like has anybody heard about this yet? Um has anybody heard about Sonny getting sentenced? Yeah. Uh I heard a little bit about it but didn't really look into it because I'm still on cloud nine because CM Punk's fat. Oh. <laughs> seventeen seventeen years. Seventeen years that's with absolutely crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so seventeen years with eight. What was it? Eight years supervised probation. Like, yeah, uh, eight years supervised probation. But yeah, it's a seventeen year sentence. It's like my gosh. Like, and how old is she right now? She's in her sixties, right? Huh? Her, her no. sunny days are long gone. Yeah, her sunny days are long gone. Um, no, it's just a hell of a fall from grace. I mean, two thousand eleven. I remember being in Atlanta, seeing her getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, looking better than she had looked in years. I mean, she just looked phenomenal, had herself in good shape, um, seemed to be off the drugs, uh, away from the alcohol a bit. And, uh, you know, 12 years later, here we are. Um, just problem after problem after problem after problem. It just, uh, like, you wonder how she just got down that dark road. Well, you don't wonder, you know, but. Well, you, uh, it all goes back to Shawn Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than Shawn Michaels. I mean, like, like I don't like it, it, the the business. The business can be tough to handle for some once they're out of the spotlight. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I like you, you never know what problems people have. I've seen so many people over the years, uh, people that you know grew up watching on television that had some serious problems um, that they ultimately succumbed to. Um. You know, you know, a couple of years, Axel Rotten uh, comes to mind. You know, it's just a sad ending um, because you saw somebody with, uh, you know, somebody that was so intelligent um, when it came to the business, so bright when it came to the business, but he just, you know, went down a dark path at some point in time. Um, you don't like to see it. I know a lot of people tried to help him. Um, it's, you know, it's a sad ending. Um, the same with this situation, I guess. This is uh, really the, she going to prison, prison or jail. Oh, she's going to prison, prison. I mean, Florida, do Florida don't play around. Florida does not play they around. They do have Uber in Florida, right? Because that seems to be where everybody gets caught. Yeah. Well, no, it's just like there's, I don't know what it is with Florida. It's like you go down there, there's something in the water that just makes you do, like, it's like, yeah, what's alcohol. the craziest thing <laughs> yeah. you can do? Jimmy and then Uso, just, Jeff Hardy. Nick yeah. Hogan. Yeah. Well, Florida, oh, and then, yeah, Nick Florida, Hogan, yeah. Yeah, Florida is like the is the is the bedlam. There is 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 like the resting place for a million wrestlers, right? That's where right. a lot of Florida wrestlers go. Uh how many times do you think Ric Flair's been drunk in Florida uh, oh. at a karaoke bar recently? Uh, Hogan. Uh oh, yeah, I mean do you see Nick Hogan's mugshot, by the way? He looked like Ryback off the gas. He really yeah. does. Like by the way, by the way, no. CM Punk is back. Ryback is retiring. No, he's not. He said no, he backed off. He comes back he to AEW. But he said if he if he lasts more than six months, then he will actually retire. Yeah, he's not retiring. Yeah, he's never. He's retired. just going to sit home and he's he's going to sit home and overcharge people for uh, indie bookings and then wonder why they don't book him. That's well, he's not. Um, he's cry. not even wrestling, right? He hasn't wrestled in how long? He hasn't wrestled in years. Yeah. His, back. his his price, his asking price for a booking is astronomical. Maybe like one. five grand or some shit it's like, like that. Five or six grand, and it's yeah. like, dude, I can get like you can get Kevin Nash or somebody for that kind of money. Not putting anybody's money out there, but I mean, 
There's a lot of people you can get for five thousand dollars. Three or four guys. You you could. I know you. I know for a fact you could bring in uh, Greg Valentine, uh, Bob Cowboy Bob Orton, and oh, one more guy for less than twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who do you think people are going to come to see? Are you going to see Ryback or Greg Valentine? Dude, I didn't want to see Ryback when he was wrestling for WWE. Like, I just, I, I, I don't know. Like, his only redeeming quality what he's, was that he was big. Yeah. Like, uh, there's nothing else to it. I like hearing him. Uh, I, I don't have any love or hate for Ryback, except right. for just this morning when I saw that he goes, hey, uh, I said I was going to retire if he came back to AEW. No, you didn't, you motherfucker. Yeah. No, you didn't. We heard you said you. He, yeah, you said he was going to retire, and we thought we were about to get lucky because yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see him anymore. But uh, he, he's retired. He just doesn't know it. Yeah, there's. <laughs> let me let's go around. I like because I think we only what we only got like five more minutes or so. Yeah, five more minutes, and we can get yeah. Back. So uh, who out of all the wrestlers, out of all the wrestlers you've ever seen in your lifetime, which the what is, who is the one you wanted to see? Just retire and leave the most. Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> Ric Flair. Did you watch the last match? I I watched. I had a friend that was producing the last match. I heard about the last match. How did so? If he produced it, how did they cover up the snoring in the ring when he was sleeping? <laughs> Well, I mean, there's there's this thing called a crowd that was around that was going to drown out that noise, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's I don't know, I, I don't know how you cover that up. But the uh, chance of wake up Rick covered it up, I guess. I don't know. Wake up! Wow. Oh, I love Rick, I love Ric Flair. Uh, <clears throat> I uh, I got to see him one time, not wrestle, but live. Uh, and I watched that last match, and I did not want to ever see Rick get in a ring again. I got to see Rick wrestle a bunch of times in 2000. And then here we go in AEW. I got yeah. to see. I got to see him. I get to see him get manhandled by Brock Lesnar at a house show in Washington D.C. in 2002. Oh wow! The house show was headlined by Hogan and the Undertaker. It was a it was it was a really good show from top to bottom. But it was just like Ric Flair and Lesnar. It was like one of those matches where you were just like, oh, what's going to happen here? And yeah, we saw what was going to happen there. It's, yeah. Yeah, how he's still alive. I think he died. Probably died during that match at some point. Oh, dude, I, I'm going to tell you, it, if you guys it, who I don't know who's out there, if you went to a house show in 2002 for WWE, especially like on the Raw, like Raw or SmackDown in general, like you were going to get to see some really cool shit. Yeah, that was one of the that, that was one of the one of the weirdest matches I've ever seen, and one of the most brutal I've ever seen. Wasn't the the Gold Dust electrocution spot by Evolution in DC February of two thousand and three? That was a Monday Night Raw. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, where that they was... actually that said that, fun fact that is where they named the uh, group Evolution. Uh, the Triple H, Ric Flair, Randy Orton, Batista. Yep, that was uh, that took place in DC. I was huh. there. I was yeah. at that show. Yeah, and, uh, Brian Danielson wrestled in a dark match against Rico. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't crazy. remember that. Yeah, like a lot of people don't remember that one. But, uh, yeah, that was it, that was the very first match. You had that, and then Sean O'Hare wrestled some jobber that I can't remember the name of. But uh, Did you yeah. just use the word jobber? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with the word jobber. Uh, back in the day, if I use the word jabroni, that's when you're disrespecting somebody. Jobber is okay. a good term. Jobber always had a job. Did James Ellsworth call you a jabroni? <laughs> well, James Ellsworth was a fucking jabroni to begin with, but uh, we'll get that's that's a whole other story for another day. I don't have another hour. To bring you oh, we're going Dude, there's going, I'm going to tell you, if somebody asks the right questions, there's going to be a time and a place where I will unload some bullshit. <laughs> Text those right questions to me, Mike. I'll, yeah. We'll, we'll let them yeah. fly. Yeah, it's. I'm yeah, only gonna. I'm only can. gonna start talking when somebody asks the right questions. But when somebody asks the right questions, I will unload some bullshit. Uh, oh. I've got about a year of bullshit. Just, <laughs> the, just the last year, we're not even talking. Hell, I was involved with him for what since 2009. Yeah, adrenaline, right? Adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. no more. Uh, um, yeah, I'm not. By the way, adrenaline wrestling still owes me money for tickets I bought right before the pandemic. Really, you uh, for the uh, for the Kelly Kelly show? Yeah, um, oh. you know, I don't even remember. I don't even remember what it was. I just tried to go to an adrenaline show. Uh, it was right before, yeah, the one right before the pandemic was the Kelly Kelly show at seven ten. Uh, yep, I honestly don't remember. I know it cost me fifty bucks. Yep, somebody uh, sent me a message back and said, "Hey, we're gonna we'll catch you at the next show." Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. yeah well. That was a while Trust back. me, you, you you have me you have me back on, and uh, you probably you probably have the right questions. A little <laughs> bit. We're we're definitely going to do it, but uh, I, I didn't give who I want. Go ahead, Punk to face. There's only one guy that he should be facing. Our truth. That's all we need to know. Oh, there we go. Jesus. <laughs> so we're gonna get you out of here, Mike. Uh, I appreciate you being here. Tell everybody. Where you are going to be for uh, the rest of December? All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, I know I'm going to be I'm going to be at WWA December 9th. Um, and details of that show are going to be coming out this week, um, so I got to keep that under wraps for right now. But there will be details coming out for that show. Check out their social media for all information. Um, the big one though, December 29th, uh, right outside of Waynesboro, Pennsylvania, Quincy Community Center, Voltage Wrestling. Their final show of the year. Uh, we have got a stacked card. More information about that card, www.voltagewrestling.com. Follow us on all social media. Um, Voltage Wrestling, uh, look for us. We'll be the V with the lightning bolt right in the middle. Uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, we hope to see you out at the event. And uh, you, you'll have a good time. I guarantee it. Uh, there's only one guy that's going to be in that building that's going to sell tickets, and that's Jonathan Cross. Yeah, how the hell do you say? Hell of a hell of a following he has. I mean, most of it's his cousins and, and uncles and shit. But uh, most likely they. It's will, definitely they not from Jeremy Stone. What? <laughs> Jeremy oh, Stone. Man. I had to get my shot. That in is a name. I, that's a name I haven't heard in a minute, man. Jeremy so, Stone. So let me tell you, I uh, <laughs> I have to tell you, I have to tell you the story all fair sometime, Mike, about about Jeremy and how I feel and some of <clears throat> my feelings about wrestling in this area. Uh, from back in the day, so um, we'll have to talk about that sometime. I'm all right, it. all right. It sounds I'm like uh, I'm not gonna get it. Sound like some tea will be spilled. I don't. Know. I I have I don't have a lot of tea because I I was only here for a cup of coffee. Uh, cup of coffee in the big time. Big time. Yeah. yeah. But it um it was enough to it it was an it was enough to make me look at independent wrestling in this area differently. And how I feel about it today, and what I'd like to do with independent wrestling today. Well, it seems uh, like you're doing a great job uh, down there with ATCW. 
Uh, yeah, we're having, a, we're having a good time. We've made yeah, a lot of changes. It, it seems like you guys are doing a great job down there. Um, you know, uh, every time I've been there, it's been a class organization. So uh, we I, just like, came I, I always appreciate. Okay. I was just going to say, I always appreciate, uh, you know, Tim Simmons and the, the crew down there for the way they treat me every time I come in. It's a class organization. Um, definitely wrestling fans. Go check them out. Yeah, we uh, we just came off of a show in November, uh, our, our big November Rumble. Uh, uh, pretty successful show. A lot of, I mean, we were packed. It was packed. Yeah. So Ricky and Scott got it was to a hell of a show. It was. Good show. Yeah. Good show. Was a good yeah, I've seen I've seen pictures of the crowd. It looks like a the, looks like you had a good house and uh, it's, a, it's a good little group. I would say a little bit. I mean, because it's like almost yeah. almost 200, 200 plus people, but it, it's a good group. Body accounts for about six of people. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, much uh, much love and success to you guys down there. Um, and once again, thank you for having me on the show. I very much appreciate it. I hope to be back on, and we'll get into. Uh, oh, we will definitely get you. Back oh, we'll, we'll, we're we're, yeah, we'll. This. We're gonna yeah, spill let's, let's some tea. Yeah, let's spill some tea next time. <laughs> we're gonna do, we're we're gonna dedicate an episode to. We're gonna uh, open up some whoop ass <laughs> on James Ellsworth. Well, no, no, we're we're, we're, we're gonna do. Uh, I'm not gonna open up, and, and this isn't gonna be uh, spilling dirt, but it'll just be an honest. You'll get an honest. Hey, do you have any connections yeah. to anybody that knows Bianca Belair by chance? Yeah, I would. <laughs> do you know Brian Hardy? Do you know Brian Hardy? Yeah, I know Brian Hardy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Brian hates Bianca Belair. That wasn't a bad thing. Oh my God, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Boy, that sounded weird the way you <laughs> yeah, said that. I know. It was just like, yeah, I know, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That sounded like, it sounded like a lot worse than I was trying to make it sound. But. Uh, He's he, like, yeah, I know Brian. Brian, yeah. yeah. He, absolutely, <laughs> he absolutely hates he hates uh, um, Bianca Belair for whatever reason. He just hates wow. her. Um, oh, man, yeah. what did she ever do to him? So, <laughs> uh, I, I'll, it has I'll something do to do with Taco Bell. That's all I can tell you. Taco <laughs> Bell? He said that she was a drizzling shits. Oh. With a Baja Blast. With a Baja Blast? With a Baja yeah, Blast. man. So I'll give I'll give Baja a, Blast ever do to Brian. <laughs> no, it's not what the Baja Blast is to him. It's what Bianca did to Brian. I thought we were all Waffle House kind of guys, and then this this Taco Bell thing came up, and it's just been. Uh, I'm a Waffle House guy. So we you have to be. Yeah, who the fuck yeah. is not a Waffle? That, that's like being a Wawa guy, or not being. Yeah. Like, yeah like, <laughs> No, that's like not being a Wawa guy. That's like being a Sheets guy. You just have to be if you're in the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A Sheets Wawa guy, guy and a Waffle House guy. I hate Waffle House, but find myself eating there. So, um, yeah, we'll what you do after the shows? It's the only fucking place open. Exactly. Uh, I'll give everybody just a little taste. Uh, Mike, are you allowed to talk about certain things because of legal ramifications? Oh, dude, I'm allowed to talk about whatever. I, the dude, there ain't going to be. There will be no stone left unturned. I'll just say that. Is there still legal action pending? There's not legal. There's no legal action. There was never legal action pending. There was nothing from his end. No. Okay. It's all of it's all of it's going to be honest. That's, that's here's the thing. Before I like, I do I do have to leave you, but here's the thing. Yes. Everything I'm going to say, um, I've got proof to back up. Like, I mean, we can back this up by screenshots. Like, and it's not going to be like. This is going to be an honest recounting of the last two years. Oh my gosh. 
I can't wait. And what yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. So <laughs> yeah, tell, yeah. tell me what a good time it is. We'll we'll set it up. We'll we'll yeah. build it up, and then we'll we will fire with it. All right, sounds good, man. Michael, can't wait for this you. one. Thank, thank you, thank you. All right, so what you guys don't know, I did ever I didn't meet Mike through wrestling. We met we met through kickball. Kickball, we played on the kickball. Of all things, kickball, and then I find out you used to be a wrestler. The peaches, the peaches. Small, yes, the peaches. We were the peaches. We were the peaches. We were terrible. Yeah. Well, with a name like that, I mean, <laughs> I mean well, a couple of the girls must have been the, the only peaches. two. Must have been the only two people to ever strike out in kickball. I never, never struck out. I got injured in kickball. Like I, I literally pulled my quadricep muscle playing that season at and City Park. At City Park, I remember. My, yes, my quad has never been the same since. Oh shit! Neither All has McMahon's. Running, running ropes, oh. hitting corners, uh, landing on the outside, landing on the apron, and you pull your. Quad I've had minor injuries in wrestling, and I, the, my first like real major injury since training was at kickball. So yeah, yeah I have a laugh at that. <laughs> All right, guys, I've got to head out. I have got to head out. I've got, thank you. We got you. things to do and people to see. But uh, thank you for having me on. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks. Catch Mike in Voltage. All right. Uh, well, that was uh, boy, that's going to be an interesting conversation. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. This is going to be fun. We're going to have to give him the floor. (laughs) I can see it now. James Ellsworth is a jabroni. I can see the header right now on the YouTube. (laughs) You got to get when when you put the picture up in the middle of the screen on the live show. You got to have that one where um, Jericho, where Jericho calls him Chintz McMahon. And he's in the corner, like. <laughs> no, he's great. Mike's, Mike's, Mike's. There's a lost child at ringside. Will somebody please come pick him up? <laughs> Mike's one of Mike's one of the good dudes. Uh, I I believe we have the same, uh, the same thoughts about independent wrestling. We want to make it better. Uh, a lot of times, independent wrestling, um, the promoters. They're all infighting all the time, and there's always uh, better than you or whatever. But but I don't think at the end of the day, they all have the same thing in mind, and that's to make independent wrestling better. You've seen a lot of shit independent wrestling. Um, that all can be changed by a little bit of training, a little bit of know-how, and some guys at the top that are willing to put in the work. And Mike is one of those guys. Um, I've been on a voltage show. I'll be on this one in December. Uh, and Mike is a, Mike runs a good, runs a good tight ship, uh, and a lot of good guys. Uh, and he'll bring in some, he'll bring in some stars every once in a while. Um, he's got a guy right now that used to wrestle in NXT, I believe his name is slipping my mind. Uh, he's had James storm, uh, recently. Uh, so Mike's got some connections in the wrestling business. So uh, good dude. Can he get so, him on here? Can I get Mike on here? No, oh, the other guys. Oh, James Thorne. I will work on that. I, I'm working on getting yeah. Ellsworth on here in a in a in a in a split window. Yeah. <laughs> so get anyway, your popcorn. Uh, let's check the chat real quick before we get out of here. Uh, let's go. Ellsworth is a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, Randy, uh, I don't know Ellsworth, uh, personally. I've only heard bad things. So, he just, he just, of, like, I mean, 
there are a lot of shitty guys in this business, a lot of cutthroat guys in this business that that'll do some shady shit to you uh, to make sure you do not succeed or try to succeed. Uh, ATCW had a guy here recently uh, that tried to go up against us uh, running shows in our area and he fucking buried him. <laughs> so, guess where that guy is now? Not with, not around us. He's not running shows near us anymore. He learned, he learned his lesson, mine. <laughs> he learned his lesson, mine. So, anyway, that's good to hear of our way wrestling. Ricky Scott, uh, where will you guys be wrestling this week? <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm on vacation. I got lots of free time. <laughs> <laughs> lots of free time. Uh, yeah, I'll let you guys know about the Voltage Show. There is a show coming up. Uh, the, the Radical Stars are running a show here in Harper's Ferry. Uh, $5. $5 to get in. Damn. Can't beat it. So, should be cheaper a, than Chucky. A lot cheaper than Chucky. Uh, so, yeah, they're running some. They're, I don't know who's going to be on the show, though. Uh, I will be there. There well, you go. I don't know if I'll be on the show, uh, but I am running sound for them. Uh, because I love those guys. They're great guys. So, um, anyway, that's going to do it for Harvey Wrestling. Ricky Scott, thank you so much. Uh, in and out of here in about a little over an hour. That's pretty good for a CM Punk Monday. Yeah, I thought <laughs> this would have been into Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, we hey. talk so much CM Punk. We'll, we'll get into more of my feelings on it later. So, Oh, okay. So, the Friday episode... Uh, I'm sure there'll be some. Uh, we got a new subscriber. Hello, new subscriber uh, to uh, YouTube. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There'll be some shit this week. I'm sure we'll get some stuff on. Um, we got on a Monday. huge Monday Night Raw tonight. Big yeah. Monday Night Raw. We're going to get. This will probably be more anticipated than the post Mania Raw. All yeah. Right, let's set a line. I'm going to set a line at one, uh, 3.4 million over under. Um. Mm. Under. Over. Huh? I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm good at setting lines. Almost, uh, almost four million is what I'm going. Yeah, we got the Viper. We got uh, uh, CM Punk, and honestly, at the end of the day, there's only one guy we're all here to see. Our truth. Our truth. That's it. All exactly. right. We'll see, we'll see you guys next time on the hard way. Hey.